Good afternoon, passengers. This is Captain Bot 5000 speaking. As a cost-saving measure, all co-pilots are imaginary. Fortunately, we have never had a gulch. I mean, glitch. My bad. Have a nice flight. Piloting the Pilots, the podcast. My name is Aaron. With me, as always, is my guitar boy, Cameron. How are you doing today, honey? Guitar. I thought you were going to say Moon Boy, and I was going to like do a thing for Moon Boy. With me, as always, is my husband, Moon Boy. How are you doing today, honey? Well, now I'm confused. No. <laughs> <laughs> I had nothing planned. I never do. With me, as always, is my Stop. annoyingly annoying husband, Cameron. How yeah, are you doing today? I'm doing great. All How right. are you? <laughs> fine. Fine, fine. Fine, fine, fine. Well, we've learned the risks of just picking shows at random, haven't we, today? <laughs> I, di- I didn't have a problem with it. This is what our show is for. No, I know, I know, no, no, no. But yeah, like, uh, since we're doing We're not our... supposed to just watch garbage and make fun of it. <laughs> Why not? <laughs> it's so much easier to make fun of garbage than to have to talk about something that's good. Um, well, but... I didn't think this was good. I thought it was adorable. You don't think adorable there's, things are good? No, there's a difference. It's like a serial killer rabbit. It's adorable, but not good. <laughs> I'm fine with that. Yeah. <laughs> you, you, you'd probably, that'd be your friend, probably. No, no, well, yeah, probably. <laughs> <laughs> not the bunny, though. I don't like bunnies. So as we continue with our impromptu moon month, <laughs> and uh, we just picked things that had moon in it. Yeah. Um, this was uh, our second pick after Moon Knight. This is Moon Boy. Boy. (laughs) Boy. This is an Irish show. Well, why don't you give us a show synopsis for us, actually. Martin Moon is a young boy who relies on the help of his imaginary friend, Sean. Oh, really? An Irishman named Sean? (laughs) Wow. Wow. (laughs) To deal with the quandaries of life in a wacky small town Irish family circa in 1990. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I figured that out with all of their gay jokes. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah um, and this was, uh, oh, I'm sorry, you have an episode synopsis there, please, if oh, you don't mind. Oh, my bad. Just because it's a short <laughs> show doesn't mean you can get sloppy. It was only like 20 minutes. It was, tw- it was great. It was great. It was great. It was great. I love like these 20-minute shows. Over stay as welcome, <laughs> so it was great. What was that like two-minute bunny theater or something like that, 30-second bunny theater? Where it would, uh, the hell are you talking about? This was about? like maybe over a decade ago. It was something like that. It was this cartoon that would take movies and like compress oh. them into like ten seconds, it's and you're perfect. And it was perfect. It's perfect. Everything yeah. should be ten seconds. Every <laughs> everything should be compressed. <laughs> everything. It was great. Don't waste my time. Just give it to me in short little. Exactly. <laughs> short little bursts. It was fantastic. Martin is bullied by his classmates. The boom boys. Semicolon. Martin's dad becomes friends with the bully's father. The Semicolon. Martin sets up his sister on a date with a boy who can protect him from the bullies. Wow. Period. 
Period. <laughs> I don't think they used the semicolons correctly. That's not one sentence. I mean, well, I understand... maybe this was an IMD blurb written in Ireland, and maybe they have different grammatical rules. They like semicolons all day, every day. All day, every day. S- semicolons right through the paragraph. I put the in end. dashes on everything. Well, those are the most versatile punctuation. <laughs> I use them for everything. They are. You have to have in dashes. <laughs> Uh, this I could write a whole book with nothing but M dashes, no periods whatsoever. <laughs> oh, easily, easily. Just like uh, Emily Dickinson. <laughs> this show, we found this on Hulu. Mm-hmm. Uh, it is called Moon Boy, and it is starring Chris O'Dowd as Sean Murphy. You might recognize him as something called Bridesmaids. <laughs> I recognize him from the IT crowd. I know. Yeah. And a Thor of the Dark World. I, I feel like he deserves better. He's good. He's great. He's great in yeah. everything he does, but outside of, I think, like the IT crowd, well, maybe this mm. now. Right. He, like, he always, like, like, I feel like he was cast in Thor of the Dark World just to be, like, the not Chris Hemsworth guy. Ah. Remember? Cause I don't was... remember that movie. Okay. <laughs> Probably for the best. Okay. No, but he's in it very briefly as, like, a date that Jane goes out on and it's like he's not particularly funny and he's a very funny actor right but his, like the whole shtick almost is like you're not Thor and it's like yeah well Thor is a wow guy. <laughs> that sounds so lame yeah it's not great yeah it's not great um and I should also say he also directed uh the third series of this this went on for three years oh wow and it's got the perfect six-episode structure right. of, like, BBC shows. So there's only, okay. like, 18 episodes altogether. <laughs> and uh, he co-wrote on all the episodes. And nice. it's uh, based in his hometown. So it's, like, semi-autobiographical. Oh, okay. for Gotcha. Him. All right. And then we have David Rowell as Martin Moon. He was in Song of the Sea and Pixie. Yeah, I feel like I recognize him from Song of the Sea, but I didn't watch that movie. It was a cartoon, so you probably didn't recognize him. <laughs> No, I mean the voice. Oh, the voice. Yeah, his voice is definitely yeah. very, very familiar. Yeah. Yes, yes. I, I recognize voices, honey. <laughs> okay. Faces come and go, but voices, I know those. Yeah, voices are pretty, uh, uh, whatever. <laughs> anyway, this was released September 14th, 2012. The number one song was We Are Never Ever Getting Back together by taylor swift yes i do know the song wow sort of okay and the number one movie this is weird to me this is every once in a while the number one movie and i always feel like it's always like the 80s where it's like dominion three but this is actually um resident evil retribution (laughs) it feels weird that that was ever number one right that's crazy but uh i guess that's why they've made like a million of them i guess they hit number one for one week and then they're like they're like nailed it nailed it we got our money back (laughs) Uh, so what were your predictions? Now, this is, I think, the only thing you wrote down, Yeah, this is, this is the only thing I have on my notebook is my expectations. Okay. <laughs> I didn't really see a point of taking notes on something that was a comedy. That's the problem with comedies. I didn't it? know it was a comedy. I thought it was going to be more like women's fiction. <laughs> so <laughs> You thought a show called Moon Boy yes. was women's in, fiction. In a women's fiction world just with boys. Okay. <clears throat> so... We follow a charming man living in a charming village oh in charming Ireland where someone will inevitably die of cancer and Moon Boy will leave his home to find himself. You know what? Hmm. I can see where you got that from. Yeah, you got that? It definitely <laughs> feels like one of those like whimsical names that you see like on like British um, Women's fiction. Not, yeah. well, I guess so, but like 
Well, like a lot of like um like the boy in the striped pajamas or <laughs> uh, there was like another one like I think called like this boy's millions or something like right. that. It's always about like some sad little boy who's yeah. like has cancer. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's not funny. <laughs> But there is a genre of just that type of yeah, thing. Yeah, it's like you almost see the whimsy in the title and you're like, oh boy. Oh boy, it's going to be rough. This, this is going to be this rough. This is going to be rough. This is going to be a tear trucker. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, I, I can see that. What were your expectations? I had none, really. Um, I said, we only picked this because it had moon in the title. <laughs> I literally know nothing about it except that the dude from the IT crowd is in it. So, I can say with some certainty that it is definitely not... The IT crack. <laughs> <laughs> it's the only thing I could cross off my list. And it said, also, it is the lowest review I could find with seven stars oh, wow. out of ten. So my hopes are pretty high. Yeah. So, yeah. All right. But before we get into the show, mm-hmm. oh, my God, this one was so hard to find something. Because like, <laughs> even, like, our, our tried and true, like, like a quiz, mm-hmm. if you can't find something, like a fact or whatever. Right. Or, like, we're running behind and we're being lazy. (laughs) Like, it was, like, what was thematically Mm -hmm. a quiz for imaginary friends? friends, Right. So what I did find eventually is through... This took a lot more time and research than it sounds like. (laughs) It took way more time and research than it sounds like. I spent way too much time on it. And I don't even know if it's any good. But I'll ask you this first. Did you have an imaginary friend when you were a child? Uh, no, I actually had a ghost follow me around. <laughs> just like Vanessa Hudgens, who has just recently announced that she speaks to spirits. What? <laughs> yeah, this is like news this week. What? News this week. You know, don't worry about the big stuff going on. You know, let's focus on the Wait, Academy Awards. She speaks and Van- to spirits? Like, just like matter-of-factly, she was like, oh, yeah, and I speak to ghosts all the time. And they're like, what? <laughs> <laughs> and she's like, what? I'm sorry. <laughs> I need to know her. She sounds like a dream, doesn't she? <laughs> just a just a great person. That woman is interesting. She is suddenly interesting. Exactly. Yeah. Anyone who will say matter of factly, not yeah. in just I speak to spirits. Do you now? Do you now? Hmm. And and like and she's not like a creep like um what's the guy's name who like pretends to Oh, uh, Edward. Edward. John Edwards. John, John- John Edwards? Something like John that. Ed- something like I that. bet that's enough that people know who we're talking about. Yeah. But, like, it's not like he's. she's trying to make money. She's, she doesn't right. make money. You know, she's, maybe she is starting her own, like, like, oh, like a talks psychic network. with Hudgens. Oh. No, things haven't fallen off for her that bad, I don't think, at this point. Well, why not just do something different if you're Vanessa Hudgens? Why not? You know what? If you're Vanessa Hudgens, <laughs> you can do whatever you want. I mean, you've got tons of weird Christmas movies coming out. Yeah. You might as well say, yeah, and. I talk to ghosts of Christmas past, <laughs> future, and present. There you go. You know, mm. and she's like, I picked this role because I can yeah. relate to the I can relate heroine. to talking to ghosts. Uh, um, so tell me, do you, tell me about your ghost then. I'm not telling you about my ghost. Will the ghost come here? Probably. I had an imaginary friend. Did you? Yes, I did. Right, tell me about this. I don't remember much about him mm-hmm. except for, this is true. His name was Holy Inchakas. <laughs> and, I, and I had to phonetically write that because I was like, I've never had, I've never to, had to spell it. <laughs> so I wrote it as Holy. Yeah. Like his first name was Holy. Yes. I don't know why that would be. I wasn't yeah. a particularly religious child. Like, <laughs> but he's not just any Inchakas. All right. 
He's a holy in He's Chaka. a holy in Chakas. And uh, yeah, I N C H A W like Cha, like because <laughs> K A S. Holy in Chakas. Yeah. Wow, that's I, creepy, babe. Yeah, it is pretty. And I, he was a uh, he's a friend of mine from like when I was like four or five around okay. there. Okay. But we I don't remember any like zany adventures we went on. Uh, was this when you were living in that haunted house? No, this is before the haunted house, mm. the actual okay. haunted house. Okay. Now, like, ghosts don't exist, but that house was fucking haunted. <laughs> <laughs> the one where the kid who lived there yeah. before us died of a heroin overdose. Uh, like, nice. he committed suicide by, like, taking too much heroin. Excellent. Yeah, that house is haunted as fuck. <laughs> <laughs> After we moved in there, my dad found a drawer full of syringes. Oh, my God. Yeah. What? <laughs> yeah, because it had a gazebo in the back. Right. I know. I know. Calm down. But, like, <laughs> we had a gazebo in the back, and my dad was like, we're just... Cleaning yeah. stuff out, and you open up a drawer, and there's just like a whole bunch of syringes. Oh my there. god! Yeah, I think wow. he, I think he jumped off a roof somewhere. Jesus! But it wasn't the, our the house of our roof. It was like the, if I remember correctly, it was like the um the what are they called the clubhouse? Mm-hmm. They had a racquetball court. I know, and <laughs> and I think he got on top of the racquetball court, jumped, and killed himself. So why is he haunting the haunting the house then? Why isn't he haunting the oh, racquetball court? Who's he going to haunt the racquetball court? Are people playing racquetball throw that ball back in their now, face. I, what I remember that's that racquet, what I'd be doing as a ghost. I remember that racquetball court. Now that I think about it, it was, nobody was ever in that racquetball because court. he haunted it. Because it was haunted. <laughs> <laughs> it was actually now that I'm looking back at it, it was a really creepy racquetball court. Because it was haunted. <laughs> but anyway, that's my uh, imaginary friend. But. So what I found out, what I looked up was uh, BuzzFeed compiled the list of people who, like, reported on their creepiest imaginary friends that their kids had. Okay. okay. <laughs> so here is uh, a list of three. And I did write at the end here, in other important news, Vanessa Hudgens now says she just <laughs> needs to get so. that's, that's the best news I've heard in a long time. <laughs> That's the only gossip I care to That's ever hear about. That, it, what, everything else in the world that matters. I, else I matters. hate celebrity news. I think it's obnoxious and Ugh. stupid. I really don't like it. Yeah. But this is amazing. What I hate about celebrity news is nobody knows when the conversation is over. I do. I don't start well, it. Well, you don't start it. Like I don't <laughs> mind like hearing like crazy stuff, mm. but like at some point, like it gets like okay, we can let this go. There's like bigger things going on in the world, right? You know. But anyway, the first one is a nameless ghost mm. or ghost, imaginary friend. I'm sorry, imaginary friend. Let's make the distinction. Disambiguate. <laughs> there was a family with a little girl who one night asked her parents to leave their door open because her imaginary friend, according to her, said it couldn't open doors. Yeah, I'm keeping that door closed. <laughs> so, <laughs> the, so the parents just like were like, "It's our. She's scared." She wants to see us, mm-hmm. you know, like if she wakes up in the middle of the night, she wants to be able to see us You're right. if she needs to get into the room or whatever. Mm-hmm. So they obliged her and they left the door open. Okay. So the next morning they asked about this imaginary friend and they were, and she said, it only comes out at night. Mostly. Mostly. <laughs> and they asked her, well, okay, so it comes out at night. Like, what does it do while it's out? Mm-hmm. And she said, mostly. It likes to stand at the end of your bed and watch you sleep. Oh, creepy. <laughs> <laughs> no thanks. So at this point, the parents are like freaking, freaking <laughs> out, right? So they're like, well, can you draw a picture of your right. imaginary friend? And she drew a picture of a fanged woman with a giant lump on her head. What? And that's pretty much the end of that story. Uh, apparently, they eventually moved. 
And uh, with some relief, they said the friend didn't uh, follow them to their new house. However, their daughter assured them that she would probably find them. Oh, my God. What? Kids are weird. Yeah. Kids are weird. And we're talking like a four or five-year-old saying all this. This is creepy, man. Kids Kids are are weird. Kids are weird and creepy, and I I relate to the parents in this show. (laughs) Um, We got uh, Mr. Nobody. He Mm. actually gets a name. Oh, wow. This comes from a father of three. The kids ranged, I think, from like four to nine. Okay. And they would tell them, tell their father about an entity in their home or an imaginary friend in their home called Mr. Nobody. Mm. And at first, he seemed pretty innocent. He was the kind of thing, like, if one of them had forgotten to flush the toilet, they would be like, oh, that was Mr. Nobody. And so I was like, okay, whatever. You know, like. Oh, my God. Did they create this thing out of their imaginations <laughs> and made it into real life? So, um, so then, like, as, like, the time went by, they got more, like, information about this Mr. Nobody who was described by the kids as having no eyes, no teeth, no tongue, and no nose. He doesn't wear pants and Mm. leaves the used toilet paper between his butt cheeks so you could tell where he (laughs) is by his smell. Gross! Gross! Your kids are gross! He doesn't wear a t-shirt either but has a pocket cut into his skin where he oh keeps my God. the key to our house. What? <laughs> uh, he can be invisible. He's had a beard since he was a baby. He bites <laughs> off his fingernails and then drips blood wherever he walks. Gross. What the hell is wrong with your kids? That is some freaky, freaky stuff. <laughs> wow. Um, I'm glad our kids are... Not this. No, they're not. They're <laughs> uh, not this. And then my final one I have is one that was named Barcy. Okay. Um, this one just this one's creepy. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so <laughs> Barcy was the name of an imaginary wolf that could transform into an imaginary boy. Ooh. Kind of like a reverse werewolf. Right. Yeah. Um, the, at first the kids' parents weren't really too concerned, and then. Things started happening. Oh, no. The first thing that happened was they found all the stuffed animals in this kid's room had been stabbed with a broken plastic knife. I remember this kid's, like, young. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Okay. He was found outside. They lived in, like, an apartment building. He was outside with a lighter trying to light his baby brother's favorite toy. (gasps) Oh, my God. So they were like, okay. And every time the kid blamed this imaginary yeah. friend called Barcy. So we're like, okay, it's time to take you in for some counseling. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so they took him into counseling, and after the first session, they found out that Barcy had a plan. Oh, no. His plan was to eat the family. Oh, my God. And pee their blood what? all over the apartment. Afterwards, the child was placed on medication. Yes. And since then, Barcy has... Disappeared. disappeared. Yeah. Oh my god. Oh my oh my god. How old was this kid? Oh young, like five, six probably. Jesus Christ. <laughs> That's some creepy, creepy stuff. I'm glad they were able to fix the problem. Oh uh, yeah, I'm glad too. I mean it's just scary like to think yeah. like how Wow. How hideous of a brain that is. Yeah. It's not a matter of imagination. No. In this case. Imagination is, you know There's something wrong with that brain. Yeah. Imagination you know. is more creative and yeah. a little bit more fun. Yeah, they say this, they... this part of the brain 
is murderous. Yeah, they said the um, eventually the kid was able to get off the medication. Oh, that's good. But continued the uh, counseling, and okay. they've been fine ever since. Okay. But just like I don't even know, I don't even know how. You, I mean, I guess you deal with it how they deal dealt yeah. with it, but I'm like, I wouldn't even know how to like react to that. <laughs> you just do. Yeah. I mean, when you're in that situation, you just do. Yeah. Like, I would never look at my kid the same way ever again. <laughs> but one thing I might look at again mm. is the show Moon Boy. It's the show Moon Boy. Which is not creepy at all. No. It is an Irish show, as we said, mm-hmm. written by, or at least co-written by Chris O'Dowd, yeah. semi-autobiographical. Mm-hmm. I don't even, this very... Wow, we're only 20 minutes in, and I'm like, and I'm good. Yeah, I, this is probably... I thought it was really funny. I mean, yeah, yeah. some of the jokes are... Um... A little dated. They're, well, I wouldn't say that. I say they're perfect for the time period. Yeah, I think it captures the time period mm-hmm. well. Yeah. So, but know that there are some Homophobic things, jokes, a lot of them. A lot of homophobic jokes in there mm-hmm. that, you know, you wouldn't say today. Yeah, exactly. Basically, the plot is... But it makes sense for these kids at that time to say these kinds of things. Exactly. Like, it felt very much of its time. Yeah. But not Written of its time. Of its time. Uh, written yes. of its time. Does that make sense? Yeah. Yes. A period piece. Yes. It's a period piece. It is a period piece. And it's about a little boy. And Sean is never... Uh, well, the little boy, I don't remember his name, but Sean, Chris O'Dowd... Martin, right? Martin. Yeah. Little boy Martin has an imagination. Wow, I remembered someone's name. Wow, look at that. Look at that. The kid from Song of the, Song of the Sea. <laughs> <laughs> um, he has an imaginary friend named Sean, played mm-hmm. by Chris O'Dowd, who is a grown man with a beard. Grown man with a beard. I don't know. He's being bullied at school, yeah. and golly. And then in order to get a bully's protection to beat up the bullies, the bully's like, well, I want to touch your bo- uh, sister's boobs. Yeah. And, and so, so the quest a, goes on to get his sister's boobs grabbed. Yeah. That's, yeah, that's, yeah, that's the kind of the that's plot. That's basically the plot here. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, like, it's, it's very funny, I mm-hmm. think. I don't think everything lands 100%. Mm-hmm. But, like, because, like you said, like... It's difficult when it's a comedy. Right. And it's like, well, we've done comedies before, though. We've done, like, Golden Palace and Golden Girls. And That's stuff a comedy? Like... What do you think it is, a drama? I thought it was, like, a dramedy. <laughs> a dramedy? Yeah. This is more of a dramedy than Golden Girls I, is. I don't know what's funny anymore. <laughs> <laughs> it is a very difficult show, I think, to discuss. Do I recommend it? I'll go ahead and say yes. Yeah, I thought it was adorable, even though the main plot is trying to grab a woman's boobs. Yeah, yeah. But, like, and normally something like that would piss me off royally. Yeah. But, like, I don't know. I thought it was funny. It was funny. I think it was funny because the absurdity of the request and everything, like, that was more of the joke, Mm -hmm. you know what I mean? Like, it wasn't, like, it wasn't like an 80s comedy in the sense where, like... They are going to molest her or they, whatever. They, like, yeah. the funny thing is the nerds are going to molest some poor girl. Yeah. Like, it's the fact that... I don't know how you... What's the distinction? There? I didn't like, I didn't see it as um cruel. Yeah, it wasn't Or cruel. rapey or well, anything like that. And the fact that uh, she then goes and just, like, yells the shit out of this guy. Well, yeah, and I was, was going to say, she has the agency in yes. this situation. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, when they... While he's trying to, like coordinate this whole thing she's the one who has the power at all times yeah but it is difficult because it's like well like how do you discuss it without just like repeating the jokes right and i'm like that's not really interesting i don't no, feel it's like not. for anybody to be like okay so i just i think it was is... adorable uh i'm probably not going to watch anymore okay not because i don't like it mm-hmm. but because i think it's 
one of those things where you have to be in a weird kind of mood. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, I I don't really know how to express that. It is adorable and it yeah. is good, but it's a and and I and I liked it for its difference. Right. But mm, not really what I'm feeling right now. I guess that that would be a main distinction. You, I think you do have to be in a mood for it. There's mm-hmm. like a a melancholy to the humor. Yeah. If that makes sense. Yeah. So beneath it, there's a lot of sadness. I think. Yeah, and like the fact that Sean's not really explained, mm-hmm. like why he's there, but clearly it's a. I mean, ultimately, it's about a boy. He's who there has, because he's lonely. He's lonely. That and kid has is no lonely. Friends. He has no friends, and he feels like his family doesn't even love him. Like it's his birthday, and they haven't really given said. him anything. In fact, they just had to eat a whole bunch of ready bix in order to get his gift. Which I found out that is. A real Irish thing. It's not called Ready Bix. It's mm-hmm. called Weetabix. Okay. And it's been around since 1932. And it's basically like hard oatmeal slash porridge. It's like gruel? Yeah. And you pour milk over it and there's like no sugar on it. <laughs> you pour a little sugar on it. Well, and, they, and the characters <laughs> in this are like, hate it. But then they're like eating it for the rest of the episode. Because yeah. basically, they don't pay for his bike. They buy a bunch of... Ready Bix. In order to get the bike for free. To get like to send in the... Yeah. The proofs of purchase so like that's all they have to eat like i don't know like i think the family's supposed to be struggling a bit right but like they didn't look like they were struggling no they didn't either no i'm not saying they looked wealthy or anything but they didn't look like it looked like they could have made a cake yeah like the show kind of makes it sound like we can't afford these Mm -hmm. things so we're doing like shortcuts to kind of yeah. make it happen, and that would make sense for the Ready Bigs bike. I would get that so long as they had also made a cake. Yeah, that makes sense. But they, yeah, there was a weird kind of tonal thing there. Yeah, like, I don't know how to explain it really because like because I I've known I've known poor people. Mm-hmm. Well, oh, well, have you? doll. Well, have you? <laughs> Wow. <laughs> Been there myself many times. Did you get your hands dirty, my I, I, I did. <laughs> no, and it was like, even though they were always struggling or whatever, they yeah. always made time to make a cake or yeah. or something similar like that. There was always a, a celebration. I think that... No matter how poor they were, there was always a celebration. I, I had a very good friend growing up who was, uh, whose family w- was not as well-to-do as ours was. Right. Not to say that we were... Wealthy necessarily, right. although we did have a gazebo. Oh my god! <laughs> Let's talk about this mansion you lived in growing up, honey. For like a year and a half. Oh my god. That's all he would talk about for like years this and years, is, guys. This is how this, I, I'm not. I'm not lying. This is how I introduced myself. Yeah, I'm he like, was like, I, I live, live in, in a, a mansion, mansion. <laughs> um, in Boca Raton. In Boca Raton. Yeah. Okay. Ringo Starr had a house <laughs> not that far away. No, but like I had a friend. He he had a, a single who was raised by a single mother. Mm-hmm. Um, he was like my best friend growing up, but like they were not as well to do, mm-hmm. but like he always had, you know, presents yeah. for Christmas and mm-hmm. presents for his birthday. His mother was a really good cook. Like, of course yeah. she would like, she would bake stuff, you right. know, like, so there wasn't, there was never this feeling. And like the other thing about this, this show too, so I guess we do have stuff to talk about mm. <laughs> is like the, they don't seem like totally aloof to him either. Right. You know, like, I would understand it's like, okay, well, they're fine, maybe financially, but they just, like, are kind of oblivious to their kids. But, that but they're seem, not. Mm-mm. That doesn't seem to be the case either. So it's like, there really seems to be no excuse. Well, I don't want to say that. No. But, like. There's no excuse for no cake. Yeah. There's, there's, no, <laughs> there's no excuse. Let's say, let's say this. 
There's no excuse for to not celebrate it. Yeah, exactly. Like, even if there's not even a lot if there's in the just way of one just, cupcake and a candle, or or just sing him happy birthday yeah. or whatever the Irish equivalent to that yeah. is. You know, or, or you know, they didn't like have like a little party or anything. Mm-hmm. Like basically, he has three sisters who give him nothing. Yeah. And then his parents give him this bike that is only purchased because they bought a bunch of cereal. Yeah. Which is fine. I have no problem yeah. with that. But then it wasn't even really like, hey, bud, happy birthday. Yeah. So then it really casts a real sadness over the rest of the mm-hmm. show. And that's why he has this imaginary friend because he yeah. feels ignored in his own life. Yeah, I think so. But then there's also a weird moment, too, which I think is clever, which I think says a lot. Not Maybe not necessarily. I don't know how in-depth that we'll get into in this show. But so he's riding his new bike. And this this kid in the neighborhood comes chasing after him. And he's like, hey, man, is that a ready Bix bike? Like, mm-hmm. that's awesome. Blah, 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 blah. And Sean, the imaginary friend, is like, don't look at him. Just keep riding. Like, yeah. And it's like, okay, so you could have friends. Yeah. But you're also judging people. Like, oh, that's the nerdy kid. Yeah. And then at the end, the resolution to this, because he doesn't is get... Is to throw another, another kid, kid under the bus. Yeah. Under the bus. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's how he gets out of getting beaten up. Yeah. Because obviously they don't have the... The boob grabbing. The bully bully, you know, <laughs> grab the, his sister's boobs. Yeah. So, so yeah, so he gets out of it being like, oh, there's a new kid. And then he deflects the attention. That kid gets beaten up and he yeah. walks away. So there is like a, oh, he has this imaginary friend because he's lonely. But it's also like, well, how much of that is by choice? Yeah. And there is a kind of cruel streak in you, too. Mm-hmm. So I, I don't know. Like, that's a fine line to dance I, on. Yeah, <laughs> it's, it's tricky. I, I, I did like, I mean, I can give a couple jokes away that I really did like. Okay. Like, he walks home from school, and he's like, uh, he thinks everyone's, he's expecting people to be, like, wrapping presents for his birthday. And he mm-hmm. walks in, and he's like, hide my presents, I'm coming in. Mm-hmm. And then one of his sister walks by and says, like, you were, mom and dad said you were a mistake. <laughs> yeah. And then Sean says, not a mistake, an accident. <laughs> Which I really like that joke. Right. Um... Uh, I liked when he was staring at all the bras yeah. that were hanging up. Yeah. Because, like, he asked the bully, he's like, well, which sister? Because he has three sisters. He's yeah. like, which one's boobs do you want to touch? He's like, whichever one has boobs. Yeah. So, <laughs> so he goes home and all their bras are, like, hanging on the line, drying. Yeah. And he's, like, just staring at him. And then, like, look over and, like, his whole family's, like, staring at him. Like, what are you like, doing? Like, what are you doing? <laughs> yeah, that was funny. Um, There's a whole subplot with his father mm-hmm. who... He wants to go beat up the father of the bullies, mm-hmm. but then the father of the bullies, like, it becomes this, like... This ongoing joke of how their kids are awful, and they don't even like being near them, and, and so they, they just go around drinking beer all the and time. And, like, they have, like, a kind of uh, intervention or, like, a AA kind of club for for, for, adult, for the fathers. Yeah, for the fathers who think their life is miserable And so, like, the joke is, like, they go, like, oh, we're putting together a poker game, and then he gets there, he's like, hey, I gotta be honest with you, I don't know how to play poker, and they're like, none of us do. We don't even own a deck of cards. Yeah, we we just get together just to get away from our kids kind of thing. Which... It works in the show, but like saying it out loud. Now that we're talking about it, I'm like, what a bunch of fucking losers. Yeah. How fucking dare you? Grow a pair, be a man, take care of your family. (laughs) Well, and it's like, yeah, maybe the reason why they don't respect you, you're having trouble in your house, is because you're not there. You're not there. You're out drinking. You're not helping your kids through their bully problems. Yeah. You're not helping them at all. You're just hanging out in some weird woodshed like a creepy perv. <laughs> With your forest porn. With your forest porn. 
What forest porn? Oh, you don't know about forest porn? What's forest porn? Oh, my gosh. Okay. Tell me. Tell me. Forest porn. I am a naive innocent. There is about, like, there's probably about 60, 70% of listeners to our show right now who are probably boys or men. Or, <laughs> Do you think a lot or... of men listen to me, bitch? <laughs> <laughs> Interesting. Uh, I do. Yeah, you like it. <laughs> I love it. I'm your biggest cheerleader. I'm like, yeah, take down the patriarchy. Woo! <laughs> um, no, forest porn, which may not be the correct term, but it's the one I'm coining at this moment. Okay. Is like when when we were kids, when I was a kid. Okay. Um, you would go out in the neighborhood, and it, inevitably there was always a forest by your house. <laughs> okay. Everybody had at least a forest or trees or wooded area close by your house. And every time, there would always be a lone porno magazine. Gross. In the woods. Gross. And, like, you think I'm weird. I'm not the only one who is aware <laughs> of this phenomenon. This is a common thing. <laughs> What? Where there's always porn, like in these weird wooded areas, like a dirty My God, you dudes are weird. You're just jerking it. You're just fing weird. Go to the woods and jerk it. (laughs) (laughs) This is why you end up with so many ticks on your dick. Yeah, I think, I I mean, honestly, it probably has to do with like kids who obviously wanted to jerk off, but like didn't want to have their porn magazines in their house. Like under their mattress or whatever. Yeah, Yeah. some parents would like throw that away. Right, it was like a privacy thing. (laughs) But But super creepy. But it is super creepy because like it has a very distinct look to forced porn. (laughs) Oh God, I don't want to (laughs) know. Actually, I'm already imagining it. I don't want to know. Whatever you're imagining, it's a hundred times worse. It's a hundred times worse. I did like, there was a, there one other scene I'll, I will say before we get into, we'll wrap this up early today. <laughs> one, one thing, uh, I, another joke I kind of didn't like is when he gets his sister to to talk to the bully bully mm-hmm. and she's mad. And like Chris, her dad, picks up a banjo that's, you know, he's an imaginary. Yeah. She's like, oh, look, a banjo. I've always wanted to learn yeah. how to play this. And while she's talking to the bully, every time she's like cussing, mm-hmm. he's strumming the banjo. So it kind of is bleeping out the yeah. cuss words. And then she walks away, and Chris like, her dad said something like, she wasn't going to take any of that but like, <laughs> yeah. So they had bleeped out all these bad words, but as soon as it was over, yeah. it was like, he says shit, which I thought was really funny. Right. But yeah, that's really all I have to say about the show. I, I liked it, but I do understand what you're saying. I would recommend it. I think, like... Oh, I think everybody should watch it. Yeah. Because it's different. It's it's not something that you're going to normally stumble upon. Yeah, it's you know? definitely something... Uh, it definitely feels of the aisles. Oh, yes. <laughs> if you know what I mean. <laughs> uh, it's definitely not something you'd find uh, in America. No, definitely not. And I think if you are in the mood... For something weird, something different. Or something with a, a like a comedy with a mm-hmm. tinge of melancholy. Yeah. I think it would be good. Yeah. Uh, do you want to know what other people have to say about Yeah, certainly. Show? So, like I said, the lowest, lowest review I could find was a 7 out of 10. Hmm. I think 7 out of 10 is probably about right. Yeah, that's right. But this is from, oh, Matthew Powell. Mm-hmm. Uh, he said, it is lighthearted humor revolving around growing up and family matters of a 12-year-old boy. This might not be a very interesting review because it was the lowest I could find. <laughs> it was a 7. It is probably just like, it was great. It's about a show. Yeah. <laughs> uh, says, decent promising new series. I'll say this right up front. 
out of the four episodes I've seen, only the first episode is laugh out loud funny. Oh. I would not call this a pure comedy, but rather a comedy drama. A dramedy. A dramedy. I could definitely see that. It's there. women's fiction. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, like, I can definitely see this becoming heavier. Right. Especially if they really delve into who Sean is. Yeah. Why is he have an imaginary friend that's mm-hmm. like a 35-year-old man? Yeah, it's weird. It's not like a rabbit Mm-mm. or like Harvey or something like right. that. It's like a weird... It's not holy in Chakas, a no. holy man is from it... the Inchakas region. <laughs> <laughs> he has attained the level of Inchakas. And what did you do with holy Inchakas? He just chills and stuff. You I just, think he you did wear a robe. Yeah, <laughs> yeah a, as a five-year-old. Yeah, yeah, he was this weird guy. He smoked weed. And you sure time, there I, wasn't, I, like, some just, like, rando dude in your backyard? That, every time my parents came around, he had to, like, excuse himself. Yeah. And then he'd come back yeah. to his So it was, like, whenever I was alone. Yeah. We were, yeah. Like, okay. <laughs> he, he, this person continues. It says, the episodes are individual with no real flow-through of the plot, as in most British comedies. Chris O'Dowd is really only a minor role who pops up every now and then. As the focus is really on Martin, the young boy. Well, that's why the title's Moon Boy. Yeah, it's not like it's Moon not, Boy and Chris It's not Chris Moon O'Dowd. Boy and Imaginary Friend. I mean, it would be almost creepy if Chris O'Dowd was in it too, too much. Yeah, yeah. He, he just, he punctuates little scenes. Like when mm-hmm. he was writing the poem for his sister. Yeah, crisps. <laughs> yeah, and he's like, he would appear with like a uh, glasses in his mouth. Yeah. Like, crisps. Crisps. Um, this person, I have to agree. This is one thing I had. They said, the intro is horrible. I have seen it only four times and I'm already sick of it. The <laughs> where is my jumpa times four times so or so. Yeah, the, the theme song yeah. is aggressively terrible. Oh, yeah. It's really annoying. <laughs> yeah, and it literally looked like the But maybe are, that's the point. Where's my jumpa? Where's my jumpa? Where's my jumpa? <laughs> it's like, oh, my God. <laughs> Skip that if you can't. The show is well made, and I love the setting and even the characters. I would like to see more humor like the first episode, as it can get a little boring at times. Mm. I feel as though it wants to be a comedy and wants to be a drama, but it doesn't excel at either. Oof. So maybe this episode's not a good indicator of what the rest of the series would be like. Maybe. Might be a real bummer, guys. (laughs) Women's fiction. (laughs) Women's fiction is a bummer. (laughs) Oh, and he uh, ends, he says, I'd rated it a 7.5 out of 10, but gave it a generous 8, but actually only gave it a (laughs) 7. Hopefully the episodes get a little funnier. So he wrote that, and he went up to the 8, and he was like, Mm, back it off. (laughs) Javin2323 says, endearing and creative. The family has great chemistry, and the characterization of Boyle is charming. While the various plot lines trod familiar territory of other coming-of-age type shows slash movies, Moon Boy operates on a level above the obvious. <laughs> the chosen points of emphasis always reveal funny truisms about youth and life at the bottom rung of a big family. Also, the imaginary friend Mythos is highly entertaining, allowing O'Dowd to exercise his quirky improvis- improv. We're gonna get this. You got this, babe. Come on. <laughs> improvis. Go get it, Rocky. <laughs> Improvisational <laughs> skill set. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure he was just improving all over the set. Oh, right? yeah, yeah, I'm sure. This was not scripted at all. That's just him being him. <laughs> That's just everybody being quirky with each other. <laughs> made me say that word. Made me. You made me say improvisational. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, yes, I would green light the show. I think it's good. I think it's very specific good for a specific... <laughs> Feel specifically, specific, 
I specifically feel specifically specific. Specific. All right. Uh, will you green light? Yes. 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 But with caveats. I I. <sighs> it's one of those shows that. Actually, <laughs> it's one of those shows that I honestly, I can't, in good faith, <laughs> give it a, a confident, green light like. Because there could be problematic elements in there oh, that yeah. might be upsetting for some people. Mm-hmm. And I don't want to, like, be like, yeah, watch it yeah. all. And, like, it gets really bad. Right. And I've just steered you in the direction of something problematic. Yeah. Right. But, I mean, like, from what I saw, it seems good. Yeah. 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 I mean, like, I agree with you. I would watch more, but I wouldn't necessarily run out. Like, I don't want to spend the rest of my day binging the no, 18 episodes of the show. Mm-hmm. Um, there's other... I, I'm I'm good with what I saw. Yeah. And I'm not saying that it, it's a bad thing. I'm just saying I'm good. I'm good with it. Like, it might be one of those shows where, like, if you're sitting around one day and you're like, what do you want to watch? I don't know. What, well, that Moon Boy was okay. Right. Watch another one of those, you know, and, like, that can go either way. Yeah. <laughs> so. But, you know, I'm, I'm watching Moon Knight, so. Moon Knight, yeah. That is kind of my mood that I'm in. Yeah, Moon Knight is a good. Yeah, I'm glad that they're still focusing on Steven. <laughs> Oh my god! Yeah. Thankfully, like we went to this episode two, and yeah. then like, but Mark does come out a little bit more in it. And right. As soon as he did, we were like, "Well, oh, boring." Oh, he's... look, yet another tortured hero. Oh, he's jumping over rooftops yeah. and blah blah blah. But like, I liked the second episode. What I liked about the second episode, uh, not to spoil anything, it was Stephen regarding. I liked watching Steven come into his own a yes. little bit. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, that that feeling like um, how courage isn't not being scared, or bravery right. is not being, the lack of fear. Yes. It's confronting fear. Yeah. And when you see Steven being as fearful and as, like, out of his element and depth as yeah. he is, and, like, when he's confronted with Ethan And he's still doing it. Yeah. He, he's, he's standing up for mm-hmm. himself. He's not mm-hmm. just capitulating to evil. Like, yeah. in the shows, like, he does have a good heart, mm-hmm. which I think is good for Moon Knight overall because it shows that Mark Spector probably has a good heart. Like, right. he, inherent to that person. What I liked about Steven in this one is, um, you know, there's always this dumb saying where it's like, it's hard to do the right thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But actually, it's quite easy. Mm-hmm. But they actually made the right thing in this look really hard for him. Yes. And the fact that he was still doing it yes. was really impressive or, because he was way outnumbered. Yeah, and like it, it just out of his depth and just pushing back against mm-hmm. what Ethan Hawke is offering, essentially. In the show. Are we allowed to talk about that? I guess we can talk Why about Why not? That. It's Moon Month. It's Moon Month. So, here you so go. Show every week, we'll just fill in a little bit of gaps <laughs> with some Moon Knight stuff. But, like, what, and we touched upon this in the first episode, I think, mm-hmm. is what Ethan Hawke is offering is basically a utopia. Right. We kill off all the chaff, <laughs> and what's left is the good hearted people. So, mm-hmm. he basically, they're judging you for things you might not have done yet. Mm-hmm. Including children, which is Stephen's real Yeah, Stephen's like, wait a second, you're going to kill children? And they're like, yeah, but they're going to do something bad. It's like, but you don't know. That could be 30 right. years from now. We don't know. Well, it's that it's that dumb moral <laughs> question. Would you kill baby Hitler? Yeah, it's like, yeah, I, I would totally kill baby Hitler. Would you? Yeah. Would you kill a baby? If I found a baby with that mustache, I would kill it. <laughs> <laughs> wow. <laughs> baby killer Cameron up in here. <laughs> I'm advocating... The killing of baby Hitler. Oh, my gosh. I'm not ashamed of it. I'd live with it. I think I'd wait until he's, like, 13. 
Oh, it's easy to kill a it's easy to kill <laughs> a thirteen year old. A teenage boy. And he and he does have like the, the shitty mustache just kind of growing it's a in. Thin one. It's like a thin wispy. <laughs> but anyway. We're not advocating killing at all, guys. Except for Hitler. It's a joke. Except for Hitler. But yeah, like Ethan Hawke really rapists, does you know. Yeah, and rapists. Yeah. <laughs> Ethan Hawke does really lay it out like, hey, all the bad people are gonna die. Mm. And all that's gonna be left are good people. And so I think that is a challenging moral quandary, mm-hmm. but, like, the fact that Stephen's like, wait, that's not right, though. Like, right. you're making a decision for people, or you're judging them for things that they haven't even done yet, mm-hmm. you know? And so I, I really liked that. They, like, there was even, like, a change in his demeanor at that point right. where, he, where he really kind of stood up for himself. Yeah, because I think he was going to join him. Yeah. Because I think he was like, yeah, that sounds about right. Yeah, until he kind of heard the children thing. Yeah, he was like, wait, was like, wait a second. <laughs> that's not that's not right. No. I did like he was uh, blaming a lot of his, like, um, breakdowns on the fact that he had steak one time. He's a vegan yeah. in the show. <laughs> yeah. he's... he's like, you eat one steak and bam, <laughs> lost your mind. <laughs> so um, so I still, I, still, um, I, I still recommend Moon Knight. Oh, for sure. It's a fun show. Yeah, I like it's it. It's a fun show. Yeah. Another fun show is our show. We're just piloting is the it pilot. our show? Wow, we're ending early. Uh, really, I don't know what else to say about Moon Boy. I don't either. Where are we at? Oh, uh, yeah. Well, As reading. always, you can contact us with any questions or rebuttals on Twitter at Pilots or email us, pilotingthepilots at gmail.com. We would love to hear from you. Um, I did get a, a note from Ion mm-hmm. uh, that said that, oh, my gosh, I, I didn't have had a chance to read it, so I <gasps> didn't really want to. Well, I didn't want to bring up something and be totally ignorant, right. but I haven't had a chance to read it. But she sent a thing where apparently, let me let me at least let me at least read the headlines because it's interesting that nose tombs are tombs that contain human noses or other body parts that were brought back to Japan as trophies during the Japanese invasion of Korea in the late 16th Holy century. Shit. So the So they had nose gods. Yeah, so they So life really lives in your nose. So yeah, so it's not isolated to just like to just e- Egypt. E- Egypt. Like a thing with noses, like cutting off the noses of your enemy is mm. it seems to be a um a universal or a truism. Well, I guess that would make sense of what Sherlock Holmes uh played by Basil Rathbone, was it? <laughs> yes. Yeah, and he's uh, he's always like, "Oh, the greatest thinkers have the have that, the bigger noses." Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah. Maybe that has something to do with all of these like nose things. Yeah. So um, Because like the busts of Caesar, they always give him more of a prominent nose. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Maybe there was something that people thought was uh, power powerful, attached powerful to your nose. Yeah, the only thing I can think of, like I said, is you breathe in through that. So maybe you think the assumption was you're breathing in spirit. Oh, Am maybe. I cutting off the nose? I I don't know. I don't know I don't why either. noses became such a a sticking point or for whatever. life. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's people. that's I don't know. Let's delve into that. Let's cancel this podcast. <laughs> Let's delve into how noses. We know about noses, <laughs> the podcast. Right. <laughs> the nose knows. Yeah, there it is. Right? There you yeah, go. Yeah. And people are always tapping their noses when it's like they're they're up to something. Yeah, here. yeah. Or like you got it. Like yeah. right on the nose. Right on the nose. We, what, we, okay. What, a weird... what is the etymology here of the nose? <laughs> Why are they special? Because <laughs> you can breathe in through your mouth. Yeah, exactly. You know. But you can't cut off a mouth, really. Not easily. Oh, how do you cut off a mouth? You I guess you would have to jaw remove the jaw. Or the lips. Whereas the nose is something you stick in your pocket. Right, but you can still live if you cut off a nose. 
And then I would you... imagine it would be far more difficult to live without a jaw. Well, I don't think you can. Well, can you? See, well, with modern medicine, yeah. Yeah, you could be like that He-Man character, trap jaw, like a bionic jaw. That's cool. Hey, did you know they're coming out with bionic contacts? Oh, are they really? Yeah, and I'm totes getting them. Um... <laughs> yeah, right. Are they with Wi-Fi? <laughs> <laughs> I can zoom in. <laughs> oh God! Um, for the pervs. But <laughs> for the pervs. <laughs> but next week uh, we continue our moon-themed run, and we will be watching mm-hmm. Moonlighting, which the only place I can find that is on YouTube. Okay. Uh, this is starring Bruce Willis oh. and Sybil Shepherd. Really, Sybil Shepherd. Yeah, and is a well-regarded show. Okay. Uh, that was apparently, from what I've looked up, very fraught. Oh, what does that mean? uh, They did not like each other at all. Oh, wow. Yeah, and like apparently this was, um, well, I'll give you a little little, little taste next week. Yeah. Uh, He was the, out of 3,000 people who auditioned for this role, he was the 3,000th. Wow. He was the very last person. And they were like, fine, okay. And this is Bruce Willis before he was famous. Oh, wow. But while they were filming the show, which has less than you would think episodes because it was very difficult. Working okay with both of the apparently both of them were difficult okay but he did Die Hard while he was Uh-oh, doing and suddenly it suddenly fame went to boof, his head and wow. he was like pissed off that he was second build in this like wow television comedy thing so yeah so that caused a lot of friction so but it's a very well regarded people who like the show really like it mm. but. I don't think it's going to age well. All right. So, uh, this ought to be fun. So, let's bring in the sexism and racism. Let's give this something we can yell at. Yeah. Although I, I am surprised we were able to get as much out of this as we were able to. Cause hey, we, it's almost 50 minutes, babe. Hell yeah. Like, Because like, <laughs> literally we walked out of the room and you were like, I have no notes. I had like five notes that were like... Mm-hmm. This joke is funny. This joke is funny. <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm like, I don't know. Because <laughs> like, there's nothing really, ob- well, except for some of the jokes, mm-hmm. there's nothing really objectionable about it because everybody's acting well. I don't, right. like, I'm not going to be like, oh, that kid sucks. No, that kid was great. The kid was great. Yeah. You know? And like, it is very much like a coming of age thing. What am I supposed to say about that? Mm-hmm. Like, it is what it is. You know, yeah. it's good. Hey, so when does Obi-Wan come out? May. My birthday month? Your, our birthday month. My birthday month? <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes, I think it comes out mid to late May. So we got like a month. So basically for your birthday. Yeah. Well, my birthday is like the Star Wars release date day. It's like every... Oh, yeah? It's always like around... My birthday is May 20th. <laughs> and you know, all like the Star Wars movies always come out around May 20th. Well, isn't that nice? Yeah. Mine is on Mother's Day, so I get jack shit <laughs> you get, for either my birthday or Mother's Day. Yeah, we get happy Mother's Day birthday. birthday. <laughs> That's not what we do here. We're not like the Moon Boy family. <laughs> you get stuff. Yeah, I know. I know one of my presents, and I'm super excited. And I cannot wait to tell you guys what it is when I finally open it. Yes. And see it in all of its glory. I know. I opened All it. of I its looked, glory. I looked at it. Did you touch it? I touched it. Because I want to touch it. I wanted to touch it because <laughs> <laughs> it's hot. No, I wanted to touch it because the box felt lighter than I felt it should feel. Right. And it should be pretty heavy because it is marble. Yeah. 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 There it goes. The statue. 
And um, so I wanted to like make, I was like. Of what though? Of what? Like I was like, oh my God, did I just spend a ton of money? It was expensive. Did I just spend a ton of money on like one of those like things you get at like the zoos with like the plastic wax? That just snaps together. It's like a hollow. And I was like, oh boy, what did I do? Uh, but it, it's it's solid. Solid, <laughs> yeah, nice. Yeah, it just was lighter than I thought. Nice. Anyway, but yeah, so we'll be back next week. I am sure we will have some notes for you on moonlighting. Oh yeah. It sounds like it might. I have a feeling we're my prediction right now is I have a feeling we're either gonna really like it or really hate it. But mm. based on some of the reviews I saw, mm. I think we're gonna hate it. <laughs> Excellent. <laughs> so there you go. Hating on a show is always my favorite. Oh. Hating on the show is the best. Especially one that's like old hat. You can make fun of those. Yeah. So, yeah, it's a 30-year-old show. Yeah. I can make fun of that all day. All day. All day. <laughs> so we'll see you next time. I hope Vanessa Hudgens and her ghosts are having a great week. Oh, my God. I wonder what she talks about. Do you think she's like the ghost whisperer? Uh, what if, What if like, she is a <laughs> magnet for ghosts and all she wants to talk about is, like, high school musical and they cannot get and away. how it ruined her life what if she is like <laughs> hell for these guys <laughs> yeah what if these guys are like oh, no <laughs> anybody else but her and she's like hey let's talk about high school musical <laughs> i only like to talk about that's like the only thing i know she was in. <laughs> and, and her in. christmas movies yeah she's in a lot she's in her lot. christmas movies yeah, yeah the ones the that night, we do night before christmas and princess switch yeah the princess switch and uh journey uh, the island movie with The Rock and Hutchison. Right, Journey to the Center of the Earth. Yeah. Right, right, right. Yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah the yeah. new Doug McClure. The new Doug McClure. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, anyway, we're, we're just rambling at this yes, point. Yes, we are. All right. Love you. Bye. Love you. Bye.